Hi friends, how you doing? This is Adiola Akitoye and I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy for God keeping me alive. You know, um, last week I was with some friends in Turkey and on Monday, um, in the middle of the night, I felt the tremor. I was lying on the bed and it was vibrating and I was thinking to myself, oh, this feels like earthquake. And I just went back to sleep. Then woke up the next day to this news about the earthquake that happens, you know, in the southeastern part of Turkey and northern Syria. And as of today, we've heard that 28,000 people have died and it could rise as many as 50,000 you know and my heart just goes out to you know those that lost their life and families that are grieving for their loved ones it also got me to you know just think about you know in the split of minutes in seconds minutes hours days you know life can just go like that you know i went back to sleep you know it could have been something else you know and i just pray that the lord will comfort those people as well today i'm continuing the conversation on practical christianity and the title of the series is spiritual maturity so last week i was joined by my sister Omodola Oyuusi in turkey as we you know look at one aspect of spiritual maturity which is self-care self-care i know when you hear about spiritual maturity you think oh god it's about prayer fasting you know, reading the Bible, all those are good, all those are good, but I want to, you know, take a different perspective to spiritual maturity. I've been thinking about it myself, you know, um, with some uh, ministers fellowship that I'm in, we're talking about kingdom culture, and the word that God gave me for this year is about focus, and some of my recent experiences where you know with people who you hear people saying oh, we're on a we're on, um, different journeys we're different places in our spiritual journey and i was thinking mm, okay spiritual journey so where are we going <laughs> if we're on a different you know we're at different stages of our spiritual journey what is the yardstick for that spiritual journey? Is it, you know, journey between Grace, where I live, to going to Lagos? You know, and so if I'm halfway there, you know, what does that mean? So, and I, I've started getting a little bit, you know, um, impatient with, you know, when we as Christians, we just, you know, give excuses and say, oh, we're still on the spiritual, we're, you know, we're on the journey. Because for me, it's about, you are either growing, you are stagnant, or you are regressing. There's no spiritual journey. You know, the journey ends 
it's it's life journey and the journey ends when we die when we face our our creator so while we're still alive you know we shouldn't be making excuses about oh we're still we are in different stages on our spiritual life should be about are we maturing or are we stagnant and so this um, thing one of the things that I was reflecting on when we're looking at maturity generally you know it's the I, I visualize you know when a baby is born so the baby is such a tiny thing you know and then the baby is fed by the mother is cared for by the mother or the parents and the, the baby starts growing, start growing because they're fed with, you know, with milk and, and then the baby starts sitting up, the baby starts, you know, um, crawling, the baby starts walking, the baby starts eating solid food and etc, etc. And just even thinking about it, you know, I remember I was a baby once <laughs> and I still see some of my baby picture so there is growth and if the baby you know remained in the stage when it was born and it doesn't grow it becomes a worry we know that it's not natural you know because the natural thing for a baby a newborn baby is to grow and so the same thing in our spiritual journey as well that you know there has to be a level of maturity and for me you know it, it is that dependent on how many years you've been or a Christian or you know the journey that you are on I don't know my own experience is about you know the the things I do the transformation in my life as well as a result of that and when we also look at the using the baby and you know the growth of, from the baby to adulthood we can see that part of the um, aspect of maturity when people are talking about maturity is that people start taking responsibility you know as a baby other people are responsible for you your mother your parent is responsible for you but then so you know feeding you then you get to a stage where you are feeding yourself you know you get to a stage where rather than waiting you know for the food that your parent buys you know you you know you start working and you start taking responsibility for your life that is is one evidence of maturity you know being able to be take responsibility for your own action rather than blaming others so as a christian every time you know people talk about oh you know give excuses rather than saying you know i am responsible i'm taking responsibility for for my action you are demonstrating immaturity the other thing I've in my in my own journey that I've also realized about maturity is that sense of self-awareness. And it's quite interesting, you know, that sometimes you see some adults that they have very low self-awareness, but in age they are mature, but in terms of you know that responsibility and accountability, immature. So uh, again, looking at maturity, self-awareness of one's strength and weaknesses and the impact on others. 
as a you know spiritually or as as a child of God as a Christian when we are aware of our own strengths or our own gifts and our own weaknesses many people that you know maybe when you just give your life to Christ I definitely know for me when I first gave my life to Christ I was um, there were a lot of things that I was not aware of not aware of the gift that God has given me. I was not aware of my own, you know, my abilities in Christ. I was, you know, maybe to an extent aware of impact on others because from my work perspective, you know, managing a team, nevertheless, you know, there were, you know, some aspects of my life, my character that, you know, as a Christian that I was not aware of the impact it made on and I, as I began to grow in the Lord, I saw that my level of self-awareness, you know, started growing as well. And then the other, the other thing about maturity is about learning from mistake. You know, is a child that will continue to do the same thing over and over again that it gets into trouble for. You know, but as a matured person. You are expected to learn from your mistake, not keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. If you keep doing that, that means that you are still quite immature. It doesn't matter your age, you know, we, as a mature person, we have to learn from our mistakes. And the last thing I wanted to say, this is a four point for me that I just want to use as a foundation for the conversation is desiring and acquiring new knowledge, you know, learning, I put it like that, learning, you know, you'll be growing in wisdom, growing in knowledge, growing in understanding, you know, but having that desire to grow, having that desire to learn, you know, is part of maturity. You, you will you will force a child to learn you know remember you know my parents you know it's you know you just you have to go to school <laughs> what will you be saying that you are doing at all not going to school but as an adult you know we learn we desire to learn to know to understand nobody needs to force us so for me these are the four you know sort of uh, uh, lens through which I've seen, you know, maturity and it applies as well to spiritual maturity. It's not about the number of, you know, it's not about the number of years that you've been a Christian. It's not about, you know, being on a particular journey. It's about, you know, how you've grown maturely. Whether you've you take responsibility for your own action and not blame others for it. Whether you are aware, you've got a high level of self-awareness of your own strengths, your own gifts, your own weaknesses, and the impact you make on others. Number three, whether you learn from mistakes. You know, you don't keep making the same mistake over and over and over again, but you learn from it. And the fourth one is acquiring and desiring new wisdom, knowledge and understanding. So those are the, for me, the, the, the evidence of maturity, the evidence also of spiritual maturity, you know, not where you are in the journey, whether, you know, 
and I'm still, you know, I'm still on the journey. Where we journey? Where are you going? Is how you can demonstrate those four um, key aspects. And I want today what I wanted to talk about as well on spiritual maturity is physical. Last week with my sister, we spoke about self care. You know, spiritual maturity also means taking care of yourself, not expecting others to take care of you. You are not a baby. I'm not a baby, so I take care of myself. And today, I want to look at, you know, this physical aspect of spiritual maturity. I'm going to be using Peter as a case study in this thing. And, you know, um, one of the things that we learned about Apostle Peter, you know, can you just imagine he was a fisherman, you know, uneducated, you know, um, uh, part of, you know, his, his first encounter with Jesus Christ was, you know, at the seaside and, you know, Jesus Christ telling him that, you know, cast your, your net on this side and say, okay, you know, we've done it all night, but if you say so, I will, I will do it, you know, and he did it. And then, you know, Jesus Christ told him, you know, follow me and left and followed. So with spiritual maturity, and of course, Peter, and we can't say Peter was matured at that particular time in his relationship with with Christ Jesus. And in fact, you know, when we study the life of Peter, the three years with Christ Jesus, the years after Jesus Christ um, died and, and resurrected, and the early Christian uh, um, church, we can see how Peter grew until he died, you know, uh, and tradi tradition says that he died upside down on the cross, you know, because he, he didn't want to die like, you know, Jesus Christ, his master. So we can see Peter, you know, growing in spiritual maturity. We can see that part of the physical aspect of his growth was is you know what he says what he says and how he says things is the one that would you know that will be the first to you know to question christ is the one that will be the first to you know say i'm not going to i'm not going to uh i won't betray you and he's the first one to actually betray jesus christ you know and and so as he grew we could see that he became restrained in in the way he the way it demonstrates and so for me spiritual maturity and one of the things that I've seen in my own life as well as I grew spiritually is that you know I tend to be more restrained you know in 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 talking you know I you know of course I'm, as an introvert I you know I'm quite quiet but I I, I have seen myself in, even grow more quiet as a Christian, you know, um, and, and just observing more, you know, and we know the Bible teaches us about being careful, you know, uh, be slow to talk and be quick to listen. So, you know, that is a, a, an aspect of spiritual maturity, you know, for me where I actually listen more, I observe more, I don't feel the need to have you know have my voice heard if i don't have anything to contribute you know so 
and and I also feel that when I do have something to contribute, I will also speak out as well. So part of spiritual maturity is that is you know things that people can see about you about your life. If you know you you've been a Christian for many years or you've you've given your life yesterday or even today, there will immediately be you know um, a, a demonstration or evidence of that physically. Physical. I don't mean in terms of your physical body. I mean in terms of your character, in terms of your speech, in terms of your actions and the output from that actions. And so the way we will be able to see somebody that is spiritual matured is the character, their character, and they demonstrating the fruit of the spirit. And again, this is an aspect where I get a little bit impatient when Christians, you know, justify use excuses why they're not demonstrating the fruit of the spirit that is an evidence of spiritual maturity a physical evidence you know if you are more patient you know with people you are you know you are kind to people you know you show love to people those are things that people can see in our character and is evidence of a spiritual maturity you know, a, a, a spiritually immature person will be the one that, you know, they're very quick to get angry. And it's like a pride, you know, I, I get angry quickly. You know, once you, you know, you give your life, you shouldn't get angry quickly. You should be slow to anger, right? Or, you know, or you just talk to people anyhow. Meanwhile, you're supposed to, you know, be kind to people. Even in our speech, you be kind to people. So character is one way we can, you know, identify a spiritually matured or immature person. The other one is speech. What we say, you know, is it salted? Is it does it build up? Is it positive? You know, it's a spiritually immature person that they will just talk anyhow, and then they will apologize. You know, you you know you can't just say anything. You know, in in Nigeria. You know the adage that once you spill a milk you can't now scoop the milk back into the tin you know you said you can apologize but the impact you know people have already felt the impact of your word you know apologies you know again depends on the spiritual maturity of the person so our the speech is also something physical that has a physical demonstration of our spiritual maturity. There are some people that I love being in their in their presence because you know what they say just lift you up. And I don't know whether it's it might be a gift as well, but I believe it's also something that one grow grow into. You know, there is a particular uh, uh, a mentor that I really admired. You know, um, whenever I'm in her presence. Whatever you tell her, you know, she comes, her response is always positive, it's always affirmative. And I'm like, God, I want that. When, you know, whenever I, I'm around people, I talk to people, I want the way I will talk to them, the way I will respond to them, that they will feel, you know, lifted up. 
you know they'll feel lifted it's not a lot of christians that actually has that ability from my observation and i don't think that i think that's a grace that i also de desire as well you know where i can just talk to people with with compassion you know the, you know with, with with love but with not necessarily love in a way it's more with that compassion with kindness and it's 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 something that you have to work at it's not automatic you actually have to work at it and that is part of the sign of spiritual maturity where people can talk to you and you feel lifted up not you know and there's of course there are also some people that don't I, you know i try to avoid their, their presence because you just feel it's like you know you're in the presence you know they just dump on you and literally physically your you know your your shoulders will just droop because the weight is like oh my god you know um and i'm also learning myself that i need to be mindful my speech you know doesn't lift up doesn't make people feel you know happy and, and hopeful and joyful does it actually, you know, make people feel important, spiritual maturity? And the third aspect of physical that I'm going to talk about today is action and output. Action and output, you know, would be spiritually matured people, their actions and their output reflect good works and output reflects good works. It reflects excellence. You know, I've been, in, when I first um, dedicated my life to Christ in around 2006, between 2006 and 2010, you know, I was always amazed that, you know, when I see projects that are done by Christians, I'm always so amazed and at the time I'm, I used to wonder, you know, why would Christians do such a shoddy job? I work in, a, you know, I, in my career, I see excellence, you know, the quality that we expect, you know, from people, especially those that are paid, you know, yet, you know, we see in, 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 in some Christendom spaces, you wonder, no, that can't be something done by a Christian. You know, so for me, and it's something that drives me now, you know, I have to be excellent. I have to do things and think about who I am. You know, again, remembering, you know, those four points about, you know, maturity, taking responsibility, self-awareness, learning from mistake, and desiring and acquiring wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. How do I make sure that when I say yes, it's yes. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it to the best of my abilities. You know, the things I do, people see quality. And not promising what I can't fulfill. That is excellence. It's not, again, about, oh, we are all in, in, in different journeys in our Christian work. You know, that is an excuse. <laughs> it's somebody that is still immature and so you know our actions and our output you know is it good works is it excellence oriented 
you know, what, what is different about it? These are all physical demonstration of spiritual maturity. Again, spiritual maturity is not about how long you've been a Christian. It's about how transformed you have become from the old self to the new self. And this is something that we have to be intentional about. You know, when we see, you know, um, when people see us, so that I don't point to people, when people see us as Christians, do they see kingdom culture in our character? Is our soul, um, speech salted, adding value, building up? positive oriented or is it negative pulling down you know that crab mentality you know crab mentality if you put crabs in a bucket you know you'll see some crab trying to get out of the bucket and then you see some pulling down those ones trying to get out of the bucket that's the crab that's crab mentality is that you know that should not be part of what a spiritually matured Christian do. And is our actions and output, good works, excellence-oriented, demonstration of the kingdom? Where are you in your spiritual maturity? I don't care whether you know, you've been Christian for 30, 20, 50, 40 years. What matters is where is your level of spiritual maturity now where are you and I'm going to be inviting my sister to join the conversation today on about you it's a decision you have to make it's not going you are not going to be you know they don't, don't impute spiritual maturity on, on one one has to grow like a child if the child is not fed if the child does not you know is not giving nutrients to grow the child remains stunted so we have to make sure that we are feeding our spiritual uh, um uh, and uh, um, needs in the world, we have to understand, you know, what is the expectation of Christ for us, and we have to, you know, be intentional. Intentional. We have to stop ourselves. For me, you know, character, speech, action, and output is intentional for me. You know, I don't know. Maybe some people know how to, you know, to get. Um, this uh, um, ability to, you know, to be sorted. <laughs> I know that is who I am, but I still have to be intentional. I still have to stop myself, you know, saying things that I know is not edifying, it's not going to build up. I still have to, you know, ask myself, why do I want to say what I want to say? What does that mean? How, how you know, will it build up or will it pull down? And I, I, I have to train myself to speak positively. You know, there's some things 
and this is very typical of Nigerians. I'm sorry, I'm a Nigerian. You know, there are some things that we say that we could say in a different way. You know, and and, and the the impact will be more positive than negative. But it's still intentional. It's still intentional. But you know what? The great thing is that we have the ability to grow. We have the ability to become spiritually matured because Christ has given us that ability. Christ has given us that ability. That's one of the things I'm so, 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 you know, uh, um, excited about that I don't have to struggle to get this. I already have the ability in Christ Jesus. But I am have to be able to believe that I can, to trust that I can, and then take that step with my eyes, my gaze focused on Christ Jesus. Peter knew that he could walk on water when Jesus Christ told him to come and he stepped out in faith and he was walking on water. And it was only when he kept his eyes drifted from Christ that he started sinking. So it's the same thing with us. We, we continue to be matured with our gaze on Christ Jesus because it's the help of the Holy Spirit that will help us to turn our character into kingdom character, demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit. It is the help of the Holy Spirit that will make us stop when we're not supposed to say anything. And it is the help of the Holy Spirit that will help us to speak confidently when we're supposed to say something. It is the help of the Holy Spirit that will give us what we need to say to build up. And, and it is the help of the Holy Spirit that will bring out our gifts. You know, but, but we have to take that step to do good works. We have to take the step you know, in the word to study the scriptures we have to take the step to fellowship with like-minded you know uh, christians to move with like-minded christians we have to take the step to pray when we are weak to pray when we're strong to pray and it sees our responsibility to continue to grow in the Lord. Maybe you don't even know about Christ Jesus. You don't know what I'm talking about. You can only grow in maturity, in spiritual maturity, having a relationship with Christ Jesus. We can only grow when we're not one leg in, one leg out, but we're full in with Christ Jesus. So maybe you are struggling, maybe you are stagnated in your relationship with Christ Jesus. Maybe you actually feel that you are regressing, not progressing. Maybe you feel that, you know, you are not growing, you know, in these areas that we've spoken about, character, speech, actions, and output. It's not too late. It's not too late. Jesus Christ is knocking on the on the door of your heart. That come back to me. So just open your heart. You know, talk to the Lord. 
ask for forgiveness and ask him to help you by the Holy Spirit to grow and take those practical steps. Maybe you don't even know Christ Jesus. You just stumbled into this conversation. You know what? That's fantastic too. Jesus Christ wants to have a relationship with you. It's only through Christ that we can demonstrate, you know, the right character. You know, our speech will be sorted and our actions and output will be good works. You just have to believe that Christ Jesus came sent by Jehovah God, the Father, to die for, for your sins and you have to accept him as Lord and Savior and make a decision that you want to start working in Christ and grow. Look for a Bible teaching church near where you live and just go in and ask. I want to know the Lord. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've been talking about spiritual maturity, the physical. And I've been looking at character, speech, action, and output. So the conversation continues next Sunday on practical Christianity. We're still going to be continuing on spiritual maturity, but we're going to be looking at another perspective of the same. So take care, have a wonderful week ahead. And remember, you are the light of the world and the salt. So go forth and demonstrate kingdom culture. Mwah!